You can talk about something, but you can't joke about it. It's not funny! It's not funny! It's never been funny! It's never gonna be funny! Clearly this is not comedy, right? What happened to comedy? Comedy is dead. Wait, what do you mean it's dead? It's dead. Very dead, Mr. Spock. It's dead. It died when I needed it most. Thought it died a year ago. It was not funny. This is not funny either. Now I am become death. Let us hear it for our poor dead friend. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to a show that likes to say what you're thinking but can't. Comedy is dead. My name is Chris, and I'm from the Hashtag No Offense Show. Tonight's panel includes uh, a few different members that you may not recognize from the first episode because they weren't here. Uh, First, we have Mr. Joe Camacho of the Memoirs Pod joining us. What up? Thanks for having me, guys. We have Ben from Small Town Mentality. What's up? Jody B from the Poe Boys. What up, motherfucker? (laughs) (laughs) Is that Jody B or is that uh, Bobby Moore coming in? We're already racist. Sounds good. Let's go. And we also have Joe B from the upcoming podcast, Any Pod Will Do, dropping in 2019, so I'm told. So I'm not sure if you saved me for last because I'm the best or because technically I do not have a show yet. Because he's an asshole. Uh, there's, there's no rhyme or reason to why I do things. <laughs> I think it's because he could barely see you. I gave you the ball. That's all that matters. Fair enough. Gentlemen, thanks for being here tonight. We'll hop right in. We're going to talk about one of the more prevalent topics that uh, you may recognize from the news in recent weeks. And I mean, it's a, it's a, a age-old issue. We're going to talk about race and race issues. Yay! And how you, and how, <laughs> and how you can still be funny with it, I guess. But it's uh, Joe B. We'll, uh, we'll we'll toss you the ball first, homeboy. You had made uh, a, a statement about movies and how there's certain movies that you can't make or you you believe you can't make today that were you know uh, as recent as ten years ago were were in the theaters and there was no issue. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Some movies you cannot make anymore; they'd be found offensive. Like I was watching Back to the Future, not Back to the Future. Sorry, Back to the Future. No, no, Bill Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah, racist ass movie. Uh, Bill and Ted, Excellent Adventure. And I haven't seen this movie since who the fuck knows how long. But there's a part where they think Ted's dead. You remember where they're fighting it? They go into yeah. medieval times. He falls yeah. down the stairs, and then Bill thinks he's dead, fights the other guy. Ted saves him at the end. He goes, oh, I thought you were dead. And then they hug. And then right after they hug, they look at each other and go, fag. fag. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, shit, man. Like, there, there are movies that if – People look into them because that's what we like to do now is go 20 years back and call out bullshit instead of looking what is going on right now and calling out that bullshit. We, uh, we're picking everything. And movies like Blazing Saddles. Oh, pretty man. Sure you could not <laughs> yeah, that one that. wouldn't work. <laughs> I think it would depend on if you, if you cast it, think- it right, it, it, you could pull it off. I think one of the latest ones I remember seeing was Mary Poppins <laughs> and uh, the pole on her face. Classic. <laughs> do, do tell, do tell how Mary uh, Poppins falls into the racism category, Ben. Come on, bro. I, I guess in the movie they were, uh, she was helping him clean out the chimneys, <laughs> and uh, she had some soot on her face, and instead of wiping it off, she put more on, and uh, people were calling that a, a jab at black. That true? I don't I remember that. that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I didn't hear that. I remember the scene, but uh, I don't recall anybody saying it was racist. I could see where in this day and age somebody would. That doesn't surprise me. No. I thought it was because they were disguising themselves as the chimney sweeps that they were rolling around with. Yeah, I think that's 
I think that was the point in the movie, but people have gone back and, and now are saying it was a racist scene in, uh, in the movie. Would anybody else like to comment on the fact that I don't think there's a black person in Mary Poppins? We could start there. True, yeah, that is That was true. only 1950-something, y'all. <laughs> they had black people then, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, but wasn't, wasn't Walt sure? Disney still alive at that point? Uh, I don't fucking know. Maybe. I think Walt Disney was a racist son of a bitch, dude. Maybe he was holding shit down. Hmm. I thought he just had a problem with the Jews. Can that I would fall under the umbrella of racist son of a bitch, maybe. How about, how about this? Since, <laughs> okay. since, look, right. since we're talking about uh, movies and things that you could do, how about this? Walt Disney, in fact, did have some very weird things about him. Uh, I learned very recently. So, uh, The Jungle Book. You guys familiar with The Jungle Book, the Disney classic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that title's racist. What did it know? So ch- yeah, <laughs> dude, I check. I, I realized, <laughs> look... I realized the connotation in that movie that all the black people are, are monkeys. That's the whole point of the movie. When they run into King Louie and is all the black people are monkeys. That's what the, the joke or whatever their structure is, right? They're all jive talking. Blue is blue is black. He might have been he might have been black. I don't but for specifically the monkeys were black. That was the point. And here's the fucked up part, right? They offered Louis Anderson, famous uh, uh, bugle, not bugle. What did he play? The trumpet? The yeah, trumpet played dude, you know. Uh, Talking about Louis, Louis Armstrong? Louis, Ar- Louis Armstrong. Did I say Louis Anderson? Satchmo? Satchmo, motherfucker. No, so they offered him the part, and, and here's what happened. He almost took it, but then the uh, people from the NAACP stepped in. And you can look this shit up. They stepped in, and they said, absolutely not. And fuck you for offering Louis Anderson the role as the fucking monkey in the movie, you cocksucker. So here's the problem. King Louis isn't even in the fucking book. Like, the Rudyard Kipling book that the Disney movie's based off of, King Louis's not in that. That whole monkey shit in that movie was constructed for that movie. That's why it's fucked up. <laughs> that's a good, so, it's a good song, though. It's I mean, a great I really song. Like I song. love it. <laughs> but if you look at it, they cast a white dude to, to play King Louie. But that's the thing is that whole scene with the monkeys wasn't even in the book. So they took that and then said, let's make all the monkeys black people. And then let's get a black dude to be the lead. And then they stepped in and said, no, nah, you can't be the lead, Satchmo. That's not good. That's not a good look. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're trying to say is the NCAA uh, the, the, robbed us no, of a Louis not, Armstrong. Not March Madness. <laughs> Close right. enough. NCAAP. <laughs> so N double is C. NAACP. Oh, I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> no, you're not going to be in trouble. Yeah, we're. This is a safe space. <laughs> is it? I feel safe. Well, until we until we release it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I ruined my own joke by getting that damn thing wrong. So that's all good. I love hmm. it. I've never heard the Jungle Book one. I'm going to have to go back and look into that. Yeah, man, you can look it up. But yeah, well, 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 I mean, like, what was the other one? The uh, uh, was it Song of the South with with Disney? I mean, like, they have a history of that shit. Oh yeah, well, the racist crows and what? Dumbo. <laughs> all, I was yeah, just all gonna say that. that all yeah. of it, all of it, all of that. That's yeah, what I said. You know, uh, if Walt was alive, I mean, maybe that was something to do with it. Well, they're about to remake well, Dumbo I mean, now. Tech- are they? Uh, are the crows going to be in Dumbo this time? You think, fellas? Have you seen them? I, I, I yeah, promise you they're I hope not. So. I promise Play, you they're not. Played by Tracy Morgan and um <laughs> Is that Epps. true? Is that true? No, no, but that oh. that's who I would cast though. Cat Williams it. and Tracy Morgan. Oh, that'd be a good one too. Man, bro. I done seen everything. I done seen a horse fly. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Pippin. Did you just watch that movie? I like Cat <laughs> Williams, man. That's good shit. <laughs> 
What got, who doesn't? Got me sitting on a goddamn power line out here in the middle of nowhere. But the most recent one would probably still be Tropic Thunder, even though, what, what was that, 2010? Yeah, no, I think before that. I before think it was that? like 2006 or seven or something like that. But even still, I mean, we're talking within a decade. And, I mean, things have changed and the, the climate of the, the, the nation has is transferred or transitioned away from that so bad that you couldn't do that today. That, that touches everything, dude. It's got blackface. Well, yeah, there's it's got it's got the retarded boy, gay bag, I mean, uh, I mean, gay like, stuff. What, what else? Yeah. Give gay me something bashes. else, man. Simple jack. Uh, <laughs> yeah, retarded. It's got Asian folks. It's got gay stuff and drug addicts. Yeah, it, it hits all the points. Tom Cruise. It's got fucking uh, uh, which, which Scientologist. <laughs> Dude, Tom oh, Cruise is the what, best best I, part of that whole movie. I think that's why you have to make those type of movies to realize that it's okay. They're not as offensive as people say. Well, that's just it too, because the f- the five of us can agree that that movie is is a comedic classic. The five of us have no problem with that movie together. But when you when you talk about a massive scale and you talk about you know putting your thoughts and your you know what you like out there with, against the other people in the world. Then you kind of got to dial it back a little bit, or you f- or you might feel like you have to because you're going to get judged. Here's a here's another point: Is it a massive scale, or is it a small portion with a big voice? Of what? Like there's a small portion of people that have a problem with a lot of things, but I think they just have the loudest voice. I don't think the the larger population has a, a problem with half of the things we're talking about. The vocal well, minority that's is that's that just, what they call it? it. No, go ahead, Jerry. No, it's good. The, the vocal minority, that's what they call that, right? It's the, the few people yeah. that can say, I'm offended by this or this hurt my feelings, and then everybody has to kind of adjust to that. So we're, we're willing to base everything. I got into a big argument with somebody about this the other day because we talked about how uh, the statement is comedy is subjective, right? Isn't that what you guys have all heard? Is that what yeah. the, the majority of people would say? Comedy is subjective. Okay, I'll give you that. Most comedy is subjective, yes, because somebody's not going to like it, but somebody's going to think it's hilarious. So it's like you can't say something's not funny. If one person thinks it's funny, then it's funny. It, you know, better off if, if somebody, one person says they're offended, then it's not funny. You know what I mean? That doesn't make sense. And that's just in, in general subjective comedy, but there's some comedy that's objective. There's some things that are inherently funny. Uh, my kid thinks farts are funny. He's three. You know what I'm saying? He barely fucking speaks English. He doesn't know knock-knock <laughs> jokes. He doesn't know uh, your mama's so fat jokes. He doesn't know fucking $20 is $20. I'd suck a dick jokes. But when he hears a fart, it makes him fucking laugh because it's funny. There are some things in this world that it doesn't matter how you feel about it. Objectively, it's funny. He's got my sense of humor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm kind of of two minds about that because if we're talking about like Robert Downey Jr. and uh, his role in Tropic Thunder and the blackface, there's like kind of two tracks. One is if you look at it from the history of what it means and so on and so forth, it's 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 problematic. And it wasn't just for black folks. If uh, in Enter the Dragon, I think it was a Bruce Lee story or whichever the title was. Some he had like ten dragon movies, so I don't know. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> The one where he's in the theater with his wife or wife-to-be, 
and there's this dude who it's I believe it was a white dude dressed up like an Asian and he was in his he was like the landlord or something and he was yelling down a stairwell at someone and he had big buck teeth and these big thick rim glasses and he was you know oh, ching chung you know haha and he got mad and he got up and you know he walked out of the movie so when we talk about comedy being subjective this is it depends on where you're coming from if you're coming from a place where that's never been a problem for you or you don't know anyone that's experienced that it's easier for it to be funny than it is from people who let's say when it comes to blackface it was used as a way to marginalize to make fun of so then for someone else to do it right then it's like okay we're not looking at the larger picture we're looking at it from my perspective where if i'm not black or i don't think it's offensive then it's just funny it's just harmless on the flip side of that, there are instances where I've seen it where I haven't been like immediately offended. And uh, some of them were um, Dan Aykroyd in uh, Trading Places, when, when he's the uh, Jamaican dude or whatever. Gene Wilder in um, Silver something. It was him and Richard Pryor, and they go into jail, oh, yeah. and he, starts, he puts on blackface <laughs> and starts acting a fool. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, and I wasn't offended by Tropic Thunder, really. And, man, there's another one, and I, I can't place it right now, but... Those are ones where even with that historical background and me being who I am, looking at those things from that perspective, like it didn't touch that core. So there's there's a there's a, a sliver. There's some space for it to have some type of comedic value. Like I see what what you mean by that. I just also think that, you know, Ted Danson doing it back in the day and others is not kind of yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not cool. So it just depends. You know what I mean? Like it's not that it's. Always Didn't Ted Danson do it while he was dating Whoopi Goldberg? Yeah. He, he did. did it at like a roast or something of her. But yeah, but that, it, but that doesn't make it okay, it, though, right? I mean, just because you're dating a black person doesn't mean... I think Bill Maher fucked up recently and did that on his show, right? Because he likes to date black women or married to whatever his situation is. He decided he could drop an N-bomb on fucking national well, television. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah that right, was well, pretty yeah, stupid. Yeah, well, Bill Maher is a fucking retard and, and she just shut up and go away anyways but i think for for as far as like robert downey jr uh the dan Aykroyd, it's also the respect that you give those characters you're not playing them right out of disrespect as say the the blackface the original mitchell shows where they were just doing grease paint on their face with big red lipstick where you're actually putting effort into that character to at least like look and represent what you are playing like the jimmy kill playing carl malone like there's, that's a lot of time and effort into that to look like Carl Malone versus somebody that's just putting face paint on to to say, oh, I'm this person, like the the mayors in Virginia and all that stuff, that lovely yearbook. Oh yeah. So if you're putting respect on the character and it's not done with an intent to be racist, it's done for a comedic effect. I think a lot of uh, I guess the comedy subjective is also intent. So whatever people's intent is, uh, it depends on you know what you're looking at it when you watch it. Yeah. That's what I was going to say too, Ben. I, I usually try to preach that you know when we touch these things in conversations on our show is it, it, it all comes down to intent. You know, it's like I understand that there's a difference between the history to to blackface and what that means to an entire culture versus like Dave Chappelle doing whiteface. Or the movie White Chicks, because the, there's always that that idiot that's like, "Well, why is that okay?" It's it's racist is racist, and both of them, I guess, could be construed as racist, but it doesn't have the same historical meaning. Nor do I believe it has the intent. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the I think the over the majority of people 
don't enjoy it, but at the end of the day, it's about respect. If you're going to do it, don't be disrespectful. Make it funny. You know what I'm saying? Don't do it just for the sake of, hey, look, I'm standing here like an asshole. Actually take the time and effort and put some thought into it. And if you're going to say the N-word, don't have it recorded. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, Shout out out to you, Donald Sterling. And you know, some of those movies we were talking about were opposite black characters, right? It was opposite Eddie Murphy. It was opposite Richard Pryor. And they were out kind of on the front talking about racism and this and that. So I feel like in that context... You know, I don't see Eddie Murphy or Richard Pryor being like, "Yeah, let's just let's just pull up some old racist shit" because they were the leads of that movie, right? So it's not right, like right. the studio oh, forced them to do something or anything like that. So I think in some controlled circumstances, it's all good. Now, someone mentioned uh, Northam, the dude in Virginia. Like when <laughs> yeah. you have someone here, here's here's what I this is. It's almost not. It's almost as bad in a sense to me, which is he wore blackface however many years ago. You know, people did that back then. It doesn't make it okay, but you do have to take things kind of based on the time frame that they happen in. But the second thing was that he selected it to put it into his yearbook, like, hey, I want to display this. Yeah, that's yeah. more that's more telling about who he is right. as far he as, like, I, you can say some dumb caught. shit on that's the all. side, but you can't necessarily, you know, you're going to put it up there, then it's like, all right. And then when he was at his press conference, some dumbass reporter was like, oh, can you do the moonwalk? And he's looking around like, hey, I'm about to do the fucking moonwalk. <laughs> and it's like, you're not even giving the situation the respect it deserves. It's like, you, do, you don't even get why it's a problem. Like right. you don't. And that kind of falls into that intent umbrella, you know, because you're, you're getting a glimpse of who that guy really is. And his intent is not the same as like you or, you or I or anyone else that might be seeing that and can not be bothered by it. Because like you say, he's showing who he is. But you actually, you actually had something that you brought up in in, uh, in our group chat when we were talking about this, about how there's there's a group of people now that think that using gifs on the internet, if you're a white person using a gif of a black person, that that's like the new age uh, blackface to get their point across, you know. And I mean, I'm if that's the, if that's the case, then I'm fucking racist as shit because I like exclusively only use black gifs. <laughs> Just wishful thinking. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I use I because I see funny. So I mean, like if if the one that I choose is funny and it happens to be a black guy, then fucking whatever. So I mean, what what what, uh, what did you what did you see about that, Ben? Tell me about that. Are you there, Ben? I think he might have dipped out, Bubba. I'm sitting here looking in the uh, the chat right now. It says he lost everyone. He's frozen. What's he doing? He's scratching his face like a meth. <laughs> to me, he looks frozen. I didn't have the Skype window up. I have my notes up. So I'm just reading and I'm kind of riffing and he's not talking and I can't see him. And I'm like, am I just fucking drowning here? Jesus Christ, Ben. I'm yeah. calling you by name, buddy. Jump in. No, he says he's got he's got nothing. Oh, Ben, though. He might be out for the evening. Come on, buddy. Dude, he's struggling. You can't hear you. Your audio is just cutting out, bro. You sound all Go robotic. Go have Austin stand on the fucking roof with an antenna, dog. That's it. Go sit in your truck and hold your phone up to the window. <laughs> so I, i'll say you know as probably I, I i'm making an assumption here probably the most liberal person on this chat right now and shout out to bigger bots because i you know i'm the token liberal on that show uh two things one i wish we would have had someone from the community from the african-american community to be on here as well i didn't think about yeah. it until after the fact because it would have mm-hmm. been interesting to see what they had to say but the second thing is, as it pertains to the gifts, is 
you know, okay, so I'm the liberal Larry here, but I mean, you got to be searching pretty far to be trying to equate a liberal gift to blackface. Like, you got to be reaching really far because that's, you're not putting it on yourself. It's not a representation of you. You're not culturally appropriating them in some way. I, I, you know, the comedian or the, so, you know, they miss me on that one, bro. I don't know. I can't. I can't speak for those folks. I can't. I can't uh, defend that one. I wish. I wish I'm we would have had I'm glad it. Glad you had that stance. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. I. I thought the same thing, but I didn't want to be the person to say it. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, we are a very white uh, dais this evening, and uh, you know, I do. I want to know. I, I want to be correct. You know, and and have given anybody an opportunity to make me shut the fuck up if if needed. So. I don't know. I, you know, cultural appropriation is is a funny thing. Uh, it's a word that's very hot right now, and sure. I have a, I have a hard time with it because in my experience, I have never taken something and tried to to be shitty about it or make money off of it. You know what I mean? Like the idea that you are appropriate. I I incorporate culture. I make it to make my life better. I love food from all over the fucking place. You know what I'm saying? Like it's. It's weird to me that people get so upset that other people are trying to indulge in their culture. Like, it's, baby, that's how we survive. We, we have to spread that. And it's weird well, when just, people get all fucking uppity it, about it. Like, God, and that might be the wrong fucking word. I'm sorry. I'm just, it, it doesn't bother me. I just don't understand. You know well, what no, I mean? That's, that, that's just it. Because I'm sure, well, I mean, I, I, I'll take that back. I'm not sure. But I would be willing to bet that the people that you're, quote, unquote, culturally appropriating aren't bothered. It's other fucking uppity white people that want to tell you what to do and how to think and what you can say and what you can't do. Those are the people that are fucking bothered by it. I mean, like, I I, I don't know. I've been listening to rap music and dressing kind of, you know, like, uh, we'll say a black man for fucking years, man. And it's it's not from a place of, you know, I don't know, hatred or anything, you know. So, like, should I not be able to do that? No, I don't think that's necessarily what it is. I think more of a... um uh, an example of this that not necessarily cultural appropriation, but I get, I think it is at the same time is uh, like Rachel Dolezal. Is that how you say her name? Yeah. That's, one. A, that, that's a little bit different. That's a little identi- bit blackface too. If you want to really get as into a blackface. it. Yeah. All right. See, <laughs> I don't identify as a black person like she did because somebody in her family down centuries is black, but I grew up with people who were in, other people that were more urban, lower income class, and that's what some of the uh, that culture spoke to. Yeah, I mean, dude, I think I think that that that's kind of my situation as well. Because I mean, I grew up in a similar environment. You know, I went to kind of a rough high school, and it's one of those things when you're a kid, you kind of want to blend in, man. You know, like I'm gonna do what my friends are doing. All my friends happen to be Hispanic and black guys, so right. I'm just gonna run the way they're running. You know. Well, that's that's the weird thing in my experience, too, is because as as a white, you know, cisgendered fucking straight male, whatever the fuck in this day and age, I have I'm the worst kind of person. Right. But I sit here and I listen to these people get defensive when they get called racist and they go, I got a black friend or I know black people. (laughs) So then I sit here and I look reflect into my personal life and I go. I've only had black friends, like, for the most part. Like, I sit there and I really go back and think about the first friends I had living around a trailer park. Black dudes. The first people I hung out with in elementary school would play on the playground. Black dudes. The people that I went to school with. The people that I hung out at their house. All that stuff. It's black folks. And maybe it's because I grew up poor as fuck. 
maybe that's what it is. But I got older. I got white friends, too. And it's just, I don't know, man. Like, I don't understand how somebody could just be hates hate people. I live in the middle of Arkansas. I hear people say crazy shit. But to legit hate somebody, that is hard to fucking come by in this day and age. But it's out there, you know, if you want to find it. Well, you got to look that far. But Rachel Dozo, I don't know, what do you, what do you, is she racist because she like grew up with that? Like that's a fucking. She's racist a little because, no, she's not racist. That's not the right word. We're talking about cultural appropriation. That's why I right, said that. that. Right, right, right. Yeah, I Cult, cultural appropriation. I think that it's no different and maybe I'm going way out on a limb with this one, but so in the transgender community, right? I think that in some cases there are probably women that are upset with people like Caitlyn Jenner who, you know, wait till the end, you know, that certain part of their life become a woman. And they're just like, well, I'm a woman now. And it's like, well, you know, you didn't put 40, 50 years of being a woman into being a woman. So maybe just tone it down a little, unless you're really trying to help. Then in that case, fucking be all you can be. Like I've, I've spoke to uh, Kristen Beck. She's a wonderful lady and she's a bad bitch. And she does a lot to advocate. She's not just showing her goddamn face on cameras, you know, doing this, that, and the other. She's trying to help fucking veterans and shit. So she, she was the seal that transitioned, right? Yeah, twenty yeah. years, twenty years of murking motherfuckers, and she was sure that that was her path. And you know what? It changed me in my my thoughts and my every decision. Now I, I try not to even get into trans stuff because now. Anytime I think of a joke or something, I imagine I'm saying it to her face. How would she well, feel that's, about that's, it? <laughs> that, that's that's a good that's a good point, Jody. Because I was going to say a lot of times, you know, bringing it bringing it back into you know uh, what can be construed as a comedic value to some of these things is that nine times out of ten, when you're bothered, it's because you personally have some tie to whatever you're bothered by, you know, and I always, it's my ace in the hole and I always go to this, but I always think about the Tosh rape thing. You know, when that woman, when that woman is there and he says, wouldn't it be funny if five dudes raped her? I think that's fucking hilarious, but (laughs) she, she may have been raped or know someone that's raped. So she doesn't fucking find the humor in that. And I get that, but here's, here's the problem. Does the world change for the one, or does the one change for the world? But did she get raped right then? That's the question. Because if she didn't, then there's no problem with that. For me, this kind of comes down to a privilege thing again. And in this case, kind of like what you were saying about having an experience with a transgender person or um, someone who knows someone that's, that's been raped, let's say then it's not funny, right? Because what you were saying, Chris, if you have some type Mm -hmm. of experience or connection, it's not funny. So the question is, because I don't know someone that's got raped, should I run out there and do rape jokes? Or should I think about, well, if if my friend, let's say, had been raped, I wouldn't be doing this joke right now because it's not funny. So I probably shouldn't be doing the joke. Now, I'm not saying that this is exactly what should happen with this one joke in particular. But what I'm saying is you can take that and apply it to all of these jokes that we're talking about. And it tends to be someone, well, not everyone, but I think more Some, often than not, it's probably the yeah. case that if you have a, a specific connection to something, you're not going to joke about it, like you were saying. So the question is, you know, do I need to have a black friend to not wear blackface? Do I need to, you know, that's oversimplifying, but generally that's what we're talking about here. Maybe you do. Is that the answer? 
you just need to get a little bit of culture on your face and fucking get in there and, and meet some black folks and meet some Hispanic folks and meet some Asian folks. And, you know, I, I'm not saying you can't make jokes. It'd be funny at the end of the day. That's the point. But my point is, like, I defer to those people if I have somebody to defer to. If I hear a joke about a transgender person or if I think of something like that, I would imagine saying that to my black friend or my transgender friend's face. And if they would think it's funny, then okay, I can run with that. And then I don't care what anybody else fucking thinks. Well, it's kind of like that Carlos Mencia joke that he had where he was at the um, amusement park and the kid that he was in like a wheelchair or whatever, I forget what what his issue was that he got moved to the front of the line so carlos was kind of pissed and then they kind of like were fucking around on the uh on the ride and then they were friends afterwards and now he he, like he told that joke in front of people with with handicaps and disabilities so i think if you're gonna make those jokes you have to be able to say it in front of those people the issue of not doing it keeping it hidden or i'm only going to tell this select few that's where I think the problem comes from because then those other people aren't involved. And if they get offended by it, you know what? You get offended by it. You, you're not going to laugh at everything. And I recall Mencia at the end of his shows or maybe at the beginning, he would say something like, oh, this was all love. This was all whatever. He would do like a, I recall seeing on a, at least one special, he would kind of have like a, a disclaimer. And I think it also depends on who the person is, right? So like if you have some type of background in advocating for people or you've spoken up you know in a sense and then maybe you do some type of joke you know that might soften the blow a little you know for me when i'm using humor you know if it was a rape thing maybe i would talk about i would turn it in on myself instead of put it on someone else you know so it's just different ways you can approach it but you know there's people who are just like no censorship no matter what never and i understand that i just think that you know, I mean, unless unless we're fucking Joe Rogan out here, you know what I mean? Unless we're fucking famous or, or whatever, it's like, unless that's what's going to make us famous, we're going to be an insult comic or something. <laughs> you know, maybe th- just because you can doesn't mean you should all the time. You know, so it, it, for me, it just kind of depends on the situation. Well, that's true. That's, that's true. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. But I think, see, and I, I tend to fall on the, the non-censorship, but that doesn't include self-censorship. And you should have some fucking common sense, maybe. Yeah. So, I mean, like... Hey, read your fucking audience. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's not that you you can't say it. I mean, like, if I'm making the decision to not do a joke or not say what I want to say or, or whatever, that's on me. But when a third party comes in and says, hey, you're not supposed to say that word anymore because I don't like it, that's where I have a problem with it. I right. wouldn't need that third person to come in and tell me that because I'm not a fucking moron. Well, I mean, yeah. I am, but, you know... I. <laughs> Joe, I might I, be yeah, retarded. I disagree. Little... Did you guys have a funny racist joke? Oh, yeah. You know what? Actually, I don't. <laughs> I can't even think of one anymore. <laughs> I don't either, but I've got a lot of funny stories with racist shit guys. that my late grandmother used to tell me inappropriately as a very young child. But I don't want to put her on blast because, I mean, she, guys, she's no longer in this let world. Me, <laughs> let, me, let me tell you this thing that happened once to me. And I'm, look... I don't make up stories. I want to make that very clear. I've had a fortunate uh, uh, early adulthood where I had uh, a pest control job. I've had the truck driving job. I've got to meet face-to-face a lot of very interesting people. And interesting, I mean crazy. Fucking crazy people all the time. 
So I go to this uh, this house, and this was when I found out that like apparently black folks are kind of racist against Mexicans. Did y'all know that was a thing? I did know. I that. didn't fucking know. Everybody is. No, yeah, people are just like that. To act like it's only white people. Yeah, to act like it's only white people is ridiculous. I've gotten very uncomfortable they are the founders, as so. an adult. When other white people start making those backhanded comments, I'm just like, come on, bro. Like, I'll say shit like that. I don't like it. I really don't. So I'm at this house. It's this 85-year-old black lady. Her name is Miss Alfira, right? Nice. So we're talking. She's legit. old as shit. But she's old as shit. She's got a petticoat, and she's gray-haired. She kind of looks like Morgan Freeman, but, like, with cancer, like, really Jesus, skinny dude. and crept over. <laughs> So we're walking through the house, and I'm making small talk with Miss Alfair. Miss Alfair, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing okay. It's been a long week. Oh, cool, you know, and I'm just talking to her and shit. And she goes, she tells me that her nephew has just gotten married, right? So her nephew, I, I can't remember the dude's name, but she says her her nephew got married to this Mexican girl, like snuck off and married her and then ran off or something like that. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. You know, how do you feel about that? It basically is what I said. Because I didn't know. <laughs> and she goes, well, <laughs> she says, I ain't, I don't really care for it too much. She says, you know what happens when you mix, what you say, when you mix a black dude with a Mexican chick. And I said, no, Miss Alfair, what? <laughs> and she said, you end up with a baby that's too lazy to steal. <laughs> I said, What? <laughs> What? <laughs> I said, Miss Alfira, I don't think you can say that to people. <laughs> she said, I'm just telling you what it is. I have never much cared for that situation, and I'm not sure how it's going to work out. And I just kept on walking, guys. I, I said, all right, then. And I just let that one alone. I asked her how the shit was going outside with her tomatoes and stuff. <laughs> but that was a moment where I said, like, Oh, she just said something real hateful just now. Like, she she's a sweet 84-year-old, 83-year-old lady, and she just dropped a fucking hate bomb right in my lap. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> and then I, got the, then I got the fuck up out of that house, and I just sat in my truck for a moment, and I kind of relished in it like, man, I just saw some genuine old black lady racism. That was nuts. Look, I don't make up stories. I said that from the start. That is a true fucking story that happened to me. And I feel like I have to share it with some people because it's a moment in time that I was actually surprised at fucking the 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 amazing racist. Like, it, just, you never know where that shit's going to creep in, bro. Just make sure you share it with your black friends. Yeah, right? I'll tell them. You're goddamn right. Okay, I got you guys right. back. Ben, you're out. back, so let me uh, let me loop you back in, man. I, I threw it to you about the blackface gif when you were having your internet issues, man. Did you have anything you wanted to throw in on that? I did. I there's a there's a new form of uh, blackface uh, going on right now. I think I cut out and had all those internet problems after I said uh, don't record the n word. Uh, so that was great. <laughs> Context, man. Making that you're making this an editing dream. Yeah. Hey, Joe Joe B, can yeah. you edit that so it says say the n word? And, a, yeah. and attribute that to him. Yes, please. Oh, I'll be sure we can to make him that. say the N word. This Thank is you. audio magic, baby. I can s- <laughs> well, and, and not to not to get too far ahead because we've already kind of moved on from that. But I mean, I wanted to hear what you said. But that's also a good segue into something else you said, Ben. And since you know you're having internet issues, I'm going to get it while I can from you. Um, 
I think your exact yeah. comment that you had made was if you were to do a 23 and me and it came back that you had some sort of African American in you, would it be okay if you said the N word? And I want to say right off the bat that I think you might be slightly retarded just for even saying that, but I want to hear, I want to hear your justification on <laughs> it. I want to know where this thought process is going. What I said was, uh, what percentage <laughs> would I have to be to be able to say the N word? And I've asked a few people this question. Um, I would say 100. 100 probably. Yeah, that, yeah I, I just thought it, would, it was a funny concept uh, just to ask people that. <laughs> it was just uh, my own thing, I guess. Uh, thanks for bringing that up and making me look like a horrible person. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm going to, well. No, I thought it was an interesting question. I, I saw it earlier and... Um, now, would you look the way that you do right now? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have to be 100%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> I get it. I'm going to say... Well, that was the question, no, no, right? I'm going to say you're going to need at least 51%. You're going to need a majority share, and you're going to need to carry that okay. documentation around at all times. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And carry around one of those little vials that you got to spit in when you do the 23andMe, just so if someone wants to test that shit because you're yeah. lying, then you, you, you got it on you. Look, it's laminated. See, I got it right here. <laughs> Just how how bad do you want to say it, man? That's really all it boils down to. So I I think just the thought, uh, like the question. I think he's itching, man. I mean, like mm-hmm. I'll let you do it. I'll let you. You have a platform right now. I'll let you do it if you want. And you can just deal with the repercussions. Oh man, how about we don't? <laughs> <laughs> Joe's butthole puckered, and that doesn't happen often. Uh, it's like don't say it, don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> Was a no dicks getting in there? So. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we talked about on. the magic word, guys. Careful, careful. Talking about the ma- the magic word. It's not that, but if there's right. no need to say it because you're not reading a fucking book or singing a song, then then what's the absolutely. point? Of fucking saying well, see, it? That's, th- absolutely. That's another good point, Joe. I'm glad you said that. Because, Make white like, people uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you said the singing the song thing, Joe, because like. I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of it. If I'm rapping along in my car with, with Spotify and I know the words, I don't fucking radio edit myself. But now having conversations with, say, Bobby Moore when I was in New Jersey, he was like, mm, I don't think that you should do that, man. And I'm like, well, if it's me in my car and I'm just fucking rapping along with Spotify and nobody's the wiser, who cares? But, I mean, again, coming from somebody from the community, he's like, mm, you probably shouldn't do that, man. And... Bobby's my fucking brother, dude. I love that guy, man. So I, if Bobby says I shouldn't do it, I'm kind of going to not want to do it anymore, you know? You know? That's fair. Bobby's not my brother, and, and I'm still going to do it. I mean, it I'm still going to do I, it, too, I, but I mean, I'm just I'm just saying. I, I love you, Bobby. <laughs> Shout out to you. He's going to do it, but he's going to feel bad about it now. I'm going to feel bad, and I feel bad about myself on <laughs> a daily go. basis any fucking way. I don't need one more thing. I, I, I think I grew up listening to Tupac more than I listened to my stepdad. So. <laughs> well, Jesse Smollett's the new fucking gay Tupac, man. No, that's that's false oh, news. I, I don't even Jesse. Do, I mean, do you guys do you guys want to go there at all? I mean, like we're, we're talking about unneeded uh, uh, furthering of the the cultural divide in this this country, and uh, like that's what pissed me off the most about that is you want to lie about something like that and and further along an agenda that doesn't need any help. Yeah, that wasn't cool, Jesse. Jesse, that wasn't cool, bro. I'm more just that trying. To, more just trying to figure out how it happened because it, it was not this way. You know what I mean? Like we we're moving more closer than we are all of a sudden are, and it hasn't just been since Trump's been elected. It happened. It started before that with the PC police on everything. It just gotten ramped the fuck up because his side's so extreme now that their side's like, oh, well, we can do that too, but we're gonna take away all your rights. If they look, Sorry, they should have waited. 
they should have waited a couple months. Because here's the long and the short of it, guys. I don't know what any of y'all have done in your previous lives, if y'all have ever done any kind of dirtbag activities. I smelled the bullshit on that situation from a mile away. When they said it was... Listen, when they said this motherfucker went to get a sandwich at 2 a.m., I was like, huh? In the gun capital, in the gun murder capital of the goddamn country, you did what at 2 a.m.? You went to get a sandwich? No, I don't think so. You know what else? His justification, though, was everything. Did you hear him on Good Morning America? Because he was hungry. There's a reason that they're open 24 hours. Because I'm hungry. I mean, if you're at home, and if it's late, you want a sandwich, you can go to Subway. Here's the other part. I thought he was getting a salad. Look, it was 20 fucking below outside. Let me tell you something. There ain't nobody outside except homeless people that legit can't go anywhere when it's 20 below outside. Ain't nobody robbing you unless you're making a move. Unless your buddy flipped on you and they know you're doing some shit at 2 a.m., there ain't nobody lurking behind a goddamn dumpster to rob you for your sandwich. So that whole situation was fucked from the start. That's like what's the, up. I like the fact that he held on to it. He's still holding on to it. But I fought. <laughs> I fought. I was talking about the sandwich. Oh. <laughs> I thought the noose thing was kind of funny. Do any of you guys know how to tie a noose? I do. I'm just asking if any of the rest of y'all do. Shout out to Arkansas. No, no let me tell you something. A noose, oh, a, a noose knot. It, <laughs> no, no, this is legit shit. Shout out. You're in, you're in Florida. You, your brother's down there would understand this, too. Let me explain something to you. <laughs> did you just hard... Expl- hey, hold on. Did you just hard... He's thought that, about dude? things a few times. Yeah, I did. Florida? <laughs> <laughs> no, look here. A noose, a noose knot, it, it's not a hard knot to tie. But when you're trying to uh, pull like a truck out of the mud... And it's got one of them ball hitches on the back, those little metal things that tear the shit out of your shin when you walk behind a truck. It'll fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Right? If you yeah, because your friend's an asshole and doesn't take it off. Right. Yeah. The one drop down hitch is five pounds of steel that don't give a fuck about your feelings, baby. That shit'll ruin your day. But mm. so a noose knot doesn't break, it doesn't let loose. So if you tie a rope and put a noose in either end of it and then you put it on a ball hitch of a pickup, that's how you pull shit out. That's so that's why I know how to tie one. But I know I'm a very if you type into Google right now how to tie a noose, it's gonna give you the suicide prevention hotline. FYI I found that out the hard way. But uh, Mr. Camacho, I, I, I detected some skeptical hippo eyes when he was saying that that was the reasoning why he knew how to tie a noose. It- <laughs> I was it was, it was skepti- skeptical hippo slash terrified <laughs> slash no. I was thinking about the you know this this uh, Jesse story man and and, and you know being a, a African American and he's also homosexual right yes. yeah. yeah yeah okay that's a tough life so that's a minority and a yeah. minority so I mean yeah what's what's so disappointing to me about this other than it just being a wrong thing. Um, is that when you come from a community of folks that have been victimized, you know, and you take what's going on out in society in a larger picture and you juxtapose this against that, it gives people who are actually, you know, racist or, or, or you know, just whatever the thing is about them. Oh, look, see, see, this isn't real or this isn't really what's going on. So, I mean, it takes away from the actual stuff that's happened throughout in history, as well as against, as you were saying, Chris, the minority and the minority uh, against homosexuals, um, it makes it harder for the next victim to either want to come out because they're going to be looked at and not believe or that they're not going to be believed or they're just going to sit in silence. I mean, what this does for actual victims is worse than, 
I, I think most people maybe haven't thought about. Maybe it's just me, uh, or maybe it's not just me, I should say, and everyone's thought about it, but this is really, this is like two levels of fucking yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not, it's all bad. There's no excuse, and he should be prosecuted as much as possible. Well, he's in the same, oh, he's, you think that he's he's in the same jail as R. Kelly, so I think he's got uh, he's got some shit coming his way. Oh yeah, he's gonna spend he's gonna spend some time no in piss. prison, guys. Let's not make any fucking decisions. <laughs> what he did was a felony. He's gonna go to jail for a little bit, probably. Do we know the reason yet? Do we know? Do we know why? Yeah, falsifying a police report. No, no, no. Felonious no. falsification. The reason why he did it in the first place. Uh, he was uh, trying to get a raise on Empire, yeah. I guess, and uh, he wanted a higher profile so that they'd have to give him a raise. That's that's the sole the sole motivation. That's my understanding. Wow. Yeah. Has he has he said that? Like his lawyers are they still saying non guilty? Like they're not, you know, that there was no crime committed? Is that what they're going with? Um, he had a hundred thousand dollar bail, which he paid, and I guess he was back on the set of Empire uh, like last week. Uh, but he wasn't acting anymore. I think he, they have him doing something else on the show. Yeah, they pulled him from the last two episodes. They were trying to scrub him. But did he not shine a light on, on being black and, and gay in their community? Oh, yeah. That's a thing, man. That's always been a thing. That, that's yeah, tough. But that's, it, but, it's, but that's because they go to church. That's the only reason why. It's not because they're black. It's because they go to fucking church. <laughs> Which, that's sorry. That's, that's you, why. Cause, you, you lost cause me. White, Hold on. Draw me a, draw sorry, me a cause, picture. Because it's, it's religion. That's why they don't like communities. It's not like uh, gay people. Well, that's probably that's why that started. But I don't know. You know, I don't know a lot of uh, really religious black folks, and they still, you know, have their their certain opinions about that gay shit, as they would put it. My mom's gay. You know what I'm saying? I I don't particularly care for people, you know, saying really crazy shit about gay folks. But you're entitled to your opinion. I'm not gonna to give you any shit about anything. But just don't call my mom a dyke. You know what I'm saying? We'll be fine. <laughs> And it's it's kind of it's kind of funny that you bring that up, Jody, because I mean, like it brings it back to what we were saying that like you personally have experience with that, so that might be something that you wouldn't be down with. Well, I mean, I, I keep I sound like a fucking parrot, but it's be funny. If you can be funny, it's fine. But if you're not, as long as you're, you're respectful. You've got to be. F- well, I'm out. Right? Yeah, Ben, you're done, buddy. <laughs> no, no chance. Well, I uh, gotta. It, Oh, go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. What? <laughs> Joe loves the dick. I was about to try a joke. Uh, I have a rape joke. Would you guys like to hear my rape joke? Of course. This is a group of men. <laughs> we're all adults. We're in the we're in the trust. <laughs> yeah, nobody else is listening. We're in the trust tree. Okay, here's my rape joke. You ready? Fire. Uh, my my wife and I uh, are into cosplay. Uh, I give her Tylenol PM and wait till she passes out. And I fuck her in a booty. Sounds like you're into cosplay. Did you? Man, how how come your internet couldn't have been out right there? That's pretty good. My bad. My bad. Go on. Was that a was that a rapey dad joke? Like I don't even know what just happened. Yes, yeah, it was. It was a, okay. Look, it Rape, was a rapey play. dad joke. Okay. is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It was a rapey dad joke. You like that? Like. I, it's, I couldn't I, even process it. I had to ask. It's, yeah, it's 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 a play on cosplay. Apparently, what the kids do these days when they dress up like Spider Man and, and bang and stuff. So I've I sucked say, a spider dick before. I'm not going to lie. I've yeah, sucked, I, I've sucked a spider dick. That's the title for episode two. Got it. Got it. 
No, man. I, I, it's it's a, a rape joke. Essentially, it's taking the word cosplay, like these kids, they do that shit, and then twisting it. Hey, we're into cosplay. I like to give her Tylenol PM, and I bang her when she falls asleep. I'm a married man. Did I tell you guys, as married men, have you ever thought about having sex with your wife when either she wouldn't let you or she's like half passed out? Oh, yeah. Yes. It's come up on our show plenty of times because that was my yeah. my defense. I, mean, I think we were talking so. about Jameis Winston or something, but the CTE, I don't remember exactly the contents of, context <laughs> that we were talking about. But, um, yeah, I said we're, we're all married. I mean, does your wife want it all the time? Of course not. Does she still let you fucking hit it? If she's a good lady, she does. So would that be construed as rape? If what? If, if you, you fuck her when it? she really doesn't want to let you. Because that's the standard yeah. now, like on college campuses, where like the girl can change her mind the next day if she has second fucking thoughts about it, you know? Like y'all are See, feeling each other on Friday, and then she wakes up in your bed on Saturday and has second thoughts about, you know, that she just fucked you. Well, uh, she changed her mind. It's after the fact, and but you raped her. So with the wife, it doesn't require Tylenol PM? you just talking about if you just yeah, take it? Yeah. Yeah, that's for patients. <laughs> Yeah, it really is. And that's I struggle with it, guy. That's, that's my, what I'm saying. That's my like, superhero name. See what I'm saying? Is, no, I mean, that's why is. I have it's side rapey. pieces. Yeah. I don't have to take it. It's it's rapey, and it, it's I'm sure that there are other husbands out there that aren't as much of a gentleman as me. Listen, I got a buddy that says when his wife won't put out, he'll jerk off and just hit her right in the back with a load while she's sleeping. I've never done anything like that. Doesn't that I sound mean, that's terrible? Just disres- that's just disrespectful. I'd rather it's, just rape her. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and it's I like, would rather just rape her. <laughs> I don't know how to. I at least shot it on the floor, man. It's, it's goddamn. Ben's jerking it's off on his feet rude. like a gentleman. Again, side hose. Yeah. I don't see what the problem is. Because it gets me into trouble. I like the main one, and the main one doesn't like it. So I guess you have to rape him. You know what? Different strokes for different <laughs> folks. Some people like to be raped every now and again. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you have to have your decision made for you. Like, that it's like you're on the fence. You're like, oh, I guess you got to rape him. <laughs> I, mean, like, I, kind of, was, <laughs> I, feel I guess I can have Chinese. I don't know. Hey, it's and, fine. If you, and if you guys need any tools for your rape kits, uh, go to adamandeve.com and use code word HTNOS at checkout. Bitch, I yeah, know you no just shit. didn't plug your shit right now. Bickerbotspodcast at gmail.com. Oh, God. And if you bought, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't a, even do that. <laughs> he's got to plug his shit for when he can't plug his shit. And if you happen to leave it inside for too long and you bust one off in there, you can go to buybidet.com, use promo code POBOYS, get 10% off uh, bidet products. You can spray out your pussy hole. Shut out. Oh, I thought it had something to do with pregnancy. I said those bidets don't perform abortions, Jody. They might. They're pretty good high pressure, man. You haven't used one, <laughs> have you? I think it'll spray water up your butthole, man. That thing's nuts. Hey, speaking, speaking about killing kids, didn't you want to talk about gun control, Jody? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, man yeah. from Florida. We're out here. We're out here. So what about that? Uh, okay, I got one. I got a sponsor. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sponsored at all. But I believe if you go to Dude Wipes and you put in, um, is it the Hood Diner? Well, the Hood Diner has sponsorship from from Dude Wipes. I'm not sure they're they're code. From Dude Wipes. It's just Hood. It's just Hood. Yeah, it's just Hood. All right. So shout out to Hood Diner. Go to go there. You need to wipe your ass after a bidet or whatever. I mean, we're we're basically taking care of your ass situation, whether you're lubing it, mm-hmm. wiping it, or watering it. Tune in here. <laughs> we got your booty <laughs> hole on lock. 
Yes, I do. So as you were saying, Chris, school shootings and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Jody? I'm not. Uh, I'm not super up on this, but luckily we, you know, where we didn't have a minority from the blackface, you know, conversation that could give us firsthand experience. We do have a gunshot victim on, on the panel tonight. So Jody, I mean, if you, the floor is yours, brother. You want to talk about gun control and, and school shootings and that? Who better? That's my question to you. Who better to talk about gun control than Mr. Jody fucking B? Hey, no, it, um, I happen to be the local resident expert on uh, getting shot. So, <laughs> you know, and I'm, yeah. and I'm laughing at you. And that probably isn't OK, because Joe's serious. The other Joe's serious. I can't see. I can't it's, see Ben. It's not even that. I'm more just thinking now, shit, like how does Jody feel about all the gunshot jokes that I make towards him? Is he offended? Is he hurt by them? Now I'm starting to have a little bit of empathy and wondering if he's... Just now? Yeah, just now. I just thought <laughs> of it just moment. now. <laughs> it's my, it's oh, my first man. time, guys. I've never felt this empathy thing before. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Did you? I was thinking of jokes, to be well, honest with ben, you. Ben, you missed the roast. They were some great ones. There were some yep. great ones. That's not bad at all, man. We we might get it by Easter, guys. You guys pray for Jason Almy that he'll figure out a way to fucking get his shit handled before the next month. <laughs> Shut out. Shit I, happens when you party. Hashtag pray I, for Almy. I, I always pray for Almy. Tits out for Almy. Is he going to be shooting people? What are we talking about? Yeah, yeah. No, we're getting back around to it, guys. So <laughs> with yeah. uh, as, as far as, as gun stuff goes look it's it's not fun getting shot it's not fun getting killed you know i don't think a lot of people are going for like shooting jokes but just recently our good friend and local pervert louis ck uh was caught running through a, <laughs> local a set pervert. <laughs> um oh and, yeah you know he was getting into some stuff and he made a reference to uh, i guess the dave hogg kid or whatever about you know no, nobody should have to do what you fucking say because you're a kid and then the, the tagline was something in reference to just because you jumped in front of some other kids and didn't get shot you know it was it was rough i'll give you that that's not rough but, saying that he was chicken shit and fucking ran that's all yeah i mean that's the 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 moral of the story kids is that's what he was saying is you know he was fortunate to not get murdered with his other classmates yes it's not that yeah <laughs> Um, I think you could make a joke about anything. I don't think anything's off the table. That's not how it works. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to go out, you have to be willing to take everything. And unfortunately, that is a very, very dark, gruesome side of our society. Is People get murdered with guns, and it happens. It, it's a stretch, but there might be some people out there who can put in the effort and, and make it work as, as a joke. I don't know. Um Murder is not that funny. Th- <laughs> yeah, no, I feel like in a, in a philosophical sense, so to speak, about how do you want to approach humor and comedy and all that, I hear what you're saying. Like, you, you can't take anything off the table if you're being funny. And then it's kind of just like whether or not you might have credibility enough to maybe try and do that. You know, so I don't I don't know what the what the answer is to this one. Um, I wouldn't go out and do jokes like that. I've heard um, unless it. I had some type of connection that gave me a, um, you know, some credibility to talk, to speak on that in, in some way. But, um, yeah, you know, I mean, maybe you could, maybe you could talk about something with your experience. I wouldn't feel like I would have much of a place to say that unless your intent was to, you know, well, I still wouldn't have shit to say, but I would have more of an issue with it if you were like, 
yeah, uh, mass shootings or this is funny versus like, oh, well, when I was shot X and, you know, maybe someone else Y, then it's like, okay, you know, that's a little different. So I think it just depends on where you're coming from. He was trying to come at that dude, you know, so that's intent there is a little worse. But I, I believe that you can make funny shooting. So I heard one not too long ago, and I wish I could give credit to the person, but this guy was talking about being at a... <laughs> he said, I had to go to a... Ooh, it was a seventh grade winter choir recital. He was like, I had to go to this fucking winter choir recital, and he's like, it was terrible. He said, I, I've never prayed for a school shooting, but... <laughs> that mo- about the third time yeah. they had to start over with silent night <laughs> and it's i don't know there, there's yeah. angles they're just hard to find dude <laughs> there's a dude that i saw that was uh like in he was in some news story where he was like present at two mass shootings one in vegas and one somewhere else now maybe coming at the angle like oh man what kind of luck does this guy have you know, right. and then going in on something like that, you know, it's kind of related, but it's not. It, it just depends. Like I said, like you said, there's angles like I can see how you can make it happen. I think it just goes back also in part to just because you can doesn't mean you should. And, you know, this is kind of a if you believe that it's a problem across the country, you know, so it just depends on where, how you look at the world. It really has to do with how you look at the world. I look at the world one way. Someone looks at the world differently. Really, it's just a conversation of why I think that's okay or not okay, and then you can tell me to fuck off, or you can be like, "All right, I'll think about that," you know. And that's what I think that's really all it needs to be. Do you ever see the uh, the counter punch to Louis' stand up, like that lead clip that got him in trouble? Like at first he went at that dude, right? So then it got in the news, and then it there was another one that came in that's like, "You want to have everybody stop talking about uh, you jerking off? It's do a school shooting joke," because now he, you know what I mean, like yeah. referencing that he was. They were they weren't talking about that anymore. They were talking about this, which maybe that was his also a that hidden could have been intent calculated. to to go yeah. at that kid and and cause that shit to get something else. I mean, who knows? But there's a almost like a counter punch to that where a dad of one of the kids from Parkland, I think, did this like stand up comedy night to raise money. Oh, but I remember they, that. I yeah, but they it. weren't yeah, really yeah. jokes, dude. They like it's. I mean, it, they were jokes, but it, his tone was very different. Like in the yeah. jokes, that, the jokes that he was doing, I mean, they were brutal. Like it hurt. <laughs> it was bad. I, I remember it. He was standing there saying, "Like you know, what was a great the sound was the sound of bullets flying off of a trash can the day my daughter was murdered in a cafeteria." Like it was like that. He was reading like dramatically. I remember yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. See, and that's not that's not that even was, crafted well. well no. no, that was a dad. That's not that's great at definitely all. That's just yeah. a guy saying words. That are shocking. Well, it was the dad of one of the victims. <laughs> Jesus. Like he was my daughter's, he was my daughter's such a fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> that, that reminds me of that, uh, that Casey Anthony joke. Well, those kids had it coming. They sat this close to the TV. They never put their toys away. Yeah, yeah, that, it's kind of in the same vein. No? silent okay. yeah i guess it is i guess it's all <laughs> well, well fuck me i'll just shut up no it's just more like um i i guess for me i'm kind of like when you think about politics i'm like this way with humor for the most part unless i'm roasting my own kids is that kids are off limits unless you're if you're talking about a specific child or something that's off limits if you're just like ah kids these days and then you go in on that 
that's cool. But that's just a me thing. I wouldn't I wouldn't project that onto everybody and say they shouldn't do that. You know, maybe people that were murdered, maybe maybe don't do that. But <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just. Let's let's be honest not, though, and this is something I think we could all agree on: that David Hogg kid fucking sucks. So the the fact yeah, that I was gonna you s- went at him, I'm not. I, I, nobody's really shedding tears over that. I don't think because that kid fucking sucks. Yeah, I was gonna say I think the joke in general wasn't uh, that bad, but he was still working on that. I think he was mostly going after him because he was like 17 and trying to get into politics. I think that was the bigger issue. Yeah. So I'm a little, I'm somewhat politically active, and I, the thing. The thing about it is like there's there's a there's a, a way to look at this and be like what the fuck do you know like okay I guess you were shot at or you know that type of thing so you have something to say but what, who who thinks oh I want to listen to a teenager about what we should do about policy so if you don't think about it too deeply that initial thought kind of makes sense right so I could see how people would take that train of thought and go well seventeen year olds don't know shit well it's like yeah but you know he was part of this and the adults aren't doing shit. So you can also look at it like, wow, you got some in a world and in a country where people are just staring at their phones and don't give a shit about anything and aren't involved and aren't, you know, fucking civically engaged. It's nice to see a group of kids going out there. It's unfortunate this has to be the thing that they do it under. But, you know, so it's like, yeah, it's kind of annoying. And what the fuck do you know, kid? And at the same time, it's good to see. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. And all that is valid. But that kid still fucking sucks. Yeah. <laughs> True. I agree with you know everything, the, but that particular human sucks dick. You know, all this sitting True. around doing this stuff, it made me write. Did you guys see my uh, my school shooting joke? I polished it up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no. You didn't see my school shooting joke in the fucking tw- After we got all the subjects figured out, I said, I wrote actually wrote a joke <laughs> trying to make it funny. I, I missed, I missed it, it. I'm sorry. Too. All right. Here we go. <laughs> You know, uh, you ever notice you don't see school shootings at predominantly black schools? Because if you did, it would just be a bunch of dead white kids and teachers and fat Mexicans. Wow. All right. Well, uh, that's where it ends. Okay. I mean... Can you can you see Camacho uh, right a, now? It's a work in progress. He's, <laughs> it's, it's, he's he's still working on it. I didn't realize he'd started. <laughs> yeah, drop the mic. Jody B, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be here all weekend. You guys tip your waitress. Uh, they they all got kids. They need diapers. That was a feedback sound. Wait, did you uh, did you say joke? <laughs> I did. It was a good one too. You'll hear it. Okay. In the, I've got a clear a clear recording of it, buddy. You'll hear it in uh, maybe maybe a couple days. We'll see. <laughs> I'm scrolling, looking for it. Hopefully, I'll be able to read it in a way that doesn't make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> what did it say? It said, you never see school shooting. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I had to keep... I was trying to go for rule of three, and I think I actually had something better, but it was fat white kids. That's what it was. Fat white kids, teachers, and slow Mexicans. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> there are no slow Mexicans. Exactly. That's why there'd only be a couple. But that there um, would be no. There would be no. Yeah, black I don't children. see it, bro. I don't think I you, don't sent, think it you sent it to us either. I don't remember seeing it. It's in there. I promise. I looked at it a couple of days ago just to make a note. <laughs> how far back did you go? Should have just. Uh, how how um how how would you think that time plays into something like this too like how soon is too soon and we talked about this on episode one and um uh adam simmons i think made the the joke that you should make 
your first New York Jets joke on 9-11 as the buildings are coming down. Because if it's funny, it's funny regardless. You guys share that, that viewpoint that maybe you can, uh, after a certain amount of time has passed, you can say certain things or you can joke about certain things or it doesn't matter if it's funny, it's funny. I think I put this in like the day we started the group or I joined the group and uh, Camacho was throwing some smoke at me because it was like the first thing I said. I, I think I made a shooting joke two days after or something like that on the show. Oh, after, after I don't, Parkland? I don't remember, but I, ho- I hope I cried. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember when Columbine was? Off the top of your head? I'm looking at you, Joe, because that seems like something 90, you would know. 96? Yeah. 1998, I think. So when I, when, I was, when, I was like, when I was younger, I mean, it's, it's kind of out there. People know that I, I did a record label, and I worked with a band, and they had a song called Dropping Kids Like Columbine. And we're talking, this is like 99, 2000, and they weren't allowed to play certain places because of that song and the reputation. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. But sure people yeah, are, like people really like, though. But it's a, I mean, it's the same thing as your joke. Like some people are going to wait. Some people that are more closer involved to the situation aren't ready to hear that joke. Where right. people that are on the outside, you can hear it. Yeah, it's funny. But it, for the persons, the closer you get to the event of whatever the joke is about, those people are gonna are not gonna. They need more time. People on the outside, you can you can True. say it as it's happening. And it's fine because you're not involved and you don't know anybody that fucking came down in that tower or whatever that was that happened. And if you don't know the people, how do I know that you're not some dick that's, you know, making light of something instead of... You do know that I am some dick. No, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about if I'm the person hiring, you know, a band for a venue. And then also, they're free to make the song, but they don't have to be hired. People don't have to buy the record, you know, so... Right. Like, just because you can... Doesn't mean you should. Well, see, so that, it just depends. True, and I, hey, that's my point with anything, and that is the overall thing with the whole idea of comedy is dead. What we're talking about at the end of the day is the 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 assault is on comedians. Those are the people that should be able to make jokes and make light and stuff like that in public. Those are the people that get paid to do that kind of shit. They go to places, venues, safe spaces. Air quotes. Where they get paid to be a hat to have the freedom to say whatever the fuck they want to say. Now, sometimes that spills out, and that's where it gets tricky, right? Because I don't think anybody should ever get in trouble for saying shit in a comedy club or on a podcast or on a radio show or any of that. If you have the option to come to me, then fuck you if you get offended because you can leave. You right. know what I'm saying? I, I, that's my I feel point. Like we, I'm not forcing had that it conversation, on you, Jody. You and I. Because when when you make the choice to go to a comedy club or when you make the choice to turn on my podcast and then you don't like something that's said on my show or in my in my comedy my comedy show, yeah. well, you came to me. So that's yeah, it's not off. my fucking problem. Exactly, not my problem at all. <laughs> it's like getting hit in the face with a hockey puck. It's exactly like getting hit in the face with a hockey puck. That's what listening to my podcast is like, Joe. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, man. It, it could happen. I was gonna, I was gonna play a little bit more on on that like disconnect because you said uh, the, the social media and the closer you get to the actual event, uh, the more people care about that thing. But the people that are making jokes, they see like what a video or uh, a message or something on Facebook, and they don't really. It doesn't come at them as much as it would other people. So it's so much easier to make a joke about that thing. Because it's just like another video you saw yeah. online. Yeah, it's not real. Yeah. Joe Big. Well, 
No, that's that. I agree. That's a good point. Oh, you raised your hand. <laughs> no, I was rubbing my eye. Sorry. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, well, we, can, we, we can go ahead and tie a bow on this one, guys. Um, it, it was great to sit with you and uh, and rap a little bit about this stuff, man. Um, I'm glad that we had uh, our our uh, local alderman Joe Camacho with us tonight <laughs> <laughs> to get to alderman to, to give to give that uh, that uh, official story perspective. Joe is very professional. Oh, now you're just lying to the people, and I appreciate it. Thank you for coming out of retirement to sit with us tonight. You're welcome. I got a little Jason Witten going on, you know? <laughs> hey, that's cultural appropriation, man. He's the whitest of the white boys. Oh. No, J.J. J. Watt. Dallas Cowboys Shut for the life. fuck up, Ben. Thank, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it, and I look forward to another opportunity sometime. All right. Well, do you guys want to take this opportunity to plug your respective podcasts before we get out of here? Joe B., we'll start with you. Uh huh. So coming 2019, at some point, we're, we're moving because I actually bought mics and, and shit like that. So huge step forward. I'm, I'm hoping faces everything. First, first half of the year, possibly the next. Uh, but until then, you can find me sometime on the BickerBots. I had a thing for the roast. I'm going to be hopping on a bunch of other shows until until launch date to get some shit cracking. But you can find me on Twitter, on Twitter, on Twitter at uh, N-E- Pod will do. Twitter sounds like an awesome uh, video. I'm gonna hey watch you. later. <laughs> ben, hey, ben, uh, ben, Ben, where can we find you at, buddy? Uh, I'm at Small Town Mentality Podcast. You can find me at STM Pod on on all things. Uh, also, Drama City Productions. Uh, that's my my deal, I guess. You can find that at uh, DCP Network on all the stuff as well. Right on, Jody. Hashtag DCP. <laughs> Hey, uh, you guys can find my show. Uh, just Google Poe Boys Podcast. Um, that's you can get me on Twitter at Poe Boy Pod at Jody B five zero one. And uh, yeah, man, that's, that's where I'm at. That's where me is. It's been fun hanging out with y'all tonight, fellas. A nice little panel. I hopefully next time we can mix it up a little more and we can get a uh, get back into these fucking heavy topics. That's it. I appreciate you coming out, jo- Jody, uh, Mister Lieutenant Camacho, sir. <laughs> where can uh, where can the folks find you on the internet? Uh, I mostly live on Twitter. You can get me at jcamacho510, but you can also catch uh, me on Just the Tips of Memoirs. We're at Memoirs, M-E-N-M-O-I-R-S. And to your chagrin, Chris, because I know you hate me, um, we're we're, uh, we're actually going to drop an episode. We have one that we already got going, and then this is going to be the one probably that comes up after that. And then... Um, PJ would never stop crying if I didn't also drop BickerBots at BickerBots on Twitter. I might be taking it over so I won't be stupid anymore. And, uh, you know, come check me out. Love you, dads. We'll check you out, baby. I'm glad that I'm glad to hear that you guys got a show coming out, man. That's, uh, that's good news. That's, that's pleasant music to my ears. You can find me at the hashtag no offense show. We're HTNOS everywhere. That's that's pretty much it. Comedy is Dead is going to be released on all of our respective RSS feeds, so go ahead and make sure you subscribe to all these shows, and you will not miss this episode. Thanks for listening again. Um, before you stop that, can I just tell you that the whoever has to come up after us, they're in trouble.
<laughs> yeah, fuck y'all. Why Why you say that, Joe? I just thought this show was fire. I'm waiting to see what the next group does. I feel like he's calling someone out. I just don't know who it is. I, I don't know who's going to be on the next show yet. I'll, I'm, that's I'm just going to scatter it to all of them, the whole show, whoever it is. I don't care who it is. It doesn't matter who it Basically, is. Basically, he's saying he put this fucking stamp on it is what he's saying. This shit is fire. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he's I feel like he's calling out Adam Simmons and Bobby Moore personally. That's what I feel like. So, And I also feel like it was a little racist, and I don't have a reason for that other than it's how I feel, so you can't tell me it's wrong. Blau.